Hey everybody, this is Sam Taggart with Can't Knock This. Super excited to have a guest on here called Lee Hate. Welcome out, Lee Hate. What's going on, Can't Knock This? Um, okay, so what we've got is uh, Lee Hate. He is like one of the top roofing um, guys in the entire industry. He um, is on track to make a million dollars knocking on roofs this year, which is insane. A lot of us, you know, in my network are pest control, solar, alarms. Not a lot of us have ever even tapped into the space of roofing, but, you know, some of his top reps under him are making two hundred fifty to $500,000 a year, and Lee is on track to make a million dollars knocking on doors. So tell us a little bit about your history, Lee. Well, I appreciate that introduction. The name of my company is Roofing Professionals, and uh, we have a group like yours. Uh, can't knock this called hardcore door to door. I want anyone out there in the door to door space to come on and join the group because I want you to know that all security, solar, pest control, you inspire me. Your sales process, the companies, I've learned so much through that basically social networking, social media has put us all together a lot closer for us to see what works in other people's businesses and culture and people that are setting good examples. And so, um, First of all, I just want to say, man, I, uh, I've enjoyed connecting with all the solar pest control and security salespeople of the world. I really feel an allegiance to the, to the door-to-door soldiers because I've been a door-to-door soldier. I was challenged at the age of 12 years old. Uh, my dad said, I bet you can't do it. I bet you can't knock this. Uh, knock this door. And I walked up to a door. We're riding in the truck just to make it clear. We do storm restoration. That means when hail or wind damages your property, you know, you have to file an insurance claim. We help the homeowner go through this process, recover full replacement cost benefits, then we do the construction project. And so the results that Sam talked about are not my typical results. My typical sales guy is going to make, you know, 50 to 80 grand a year, just like in any other door-to-door sales. That's because, you know, People um, are not always motivated. People are not always disciplined. And uh, me, I've always been motivated by making an impact in the economy, in the marketplace. And I loved since I was 12 years old and came back with a contract at the doorstep, a contingency, and said, hey, dude, I got the deal. We can meet the insurance company. We're getting the claim approved. It's our job. Um, From that point, I was hooked because – you know, you go into someone's most intimate space in door-to-door. They don't expect you there. As a matter of fact, you are a burden to them. Nobody wants to buy business from a, from a door-to-door salesperson. You're literally invading their property. But, but at the same time, you have such value that you are so confident that you're going to help them that in a quick, whether it's 10 seconds, 30 seconds, minute to five minutes, they become your friend. They begin to see they have problems that you can solve, and all of a sudden there's a connection made. And uh, I like breaking down the barriers to that connection, and I like seeing what opening doors leads me to. And the only reason why I'm making a million dollars this year on door-to-door sales is because I've stepped my game up. I've cared about increasing my skill level. I've always increased the, the size of the target that I'm going after. So in Insurance restoration, hail or wind damage or roofing, you can go after residential or you can go after commercial. And I've got these big gains, these mon-
monster commissions, like when I just finished a, a project for Grant Cardone. It's a million-dollar project. It's a six-figure commission. It took a long time. There was a lot of work, a lot of time invested, but it was a door that I knocked that resulted in six figures. And so if I can put 10 of those down in a year, then I literally don't have to manage any salespeople. I don't have to run a company. All I have to do is sell 10 projects a year to make seven figures. And it's easier said than done because the salespeople push me. I'm a people person. Sam, the community of your company, what's it do to improve your your focus and drive? Oh, it, it, I literally feel like a peon sometimes talking to guys like you. And last night I interviewed John Sanders. And, you know, it, it's just like making me want to step my game up for sure. Right. I mean, even in, when you bring in a brand-new recruit, and you're teaching them the doors, you're teaching them the pitch. It, does it bring something out in you that maybe if you were just doing it yourself, you wouldn't have? Oh, 100%. And 100%. I just, I just want to duplicate that power because uh, that positive energy, that motivation, that little bit of momentum that you get from making impacts and helping people, you know, it, it can turn into um, – we've seen some pretty successful door-to-door companies out so, there. So let, let's let's kind of let's rewind and let's kind of learn a little bit more about Lee, and then we can dive into your your project that you started with uh, your coaching business on the side, which is which is pretty unique. So let's uh, let's go back. So you've how, how many years have you knocked on doors? I, I, when I actually when I was a kid, I got motivated. People are motivated by prizes, and so I saw this catalog, and it had a bunch of, like, video games and stuff, and I could go out there and sell stuff on the catalog and get video games. So I knocked doors there. I knocked doors for my lawn service business. When it came time uh, to ride in my dad's truck to sell roofing, it was, you know, just the actually probably the third thing I'd knock doors for. But I grew up in Texas, and, um, you know, we're entrepreneurs. Um, I grew up um, in a small town, but, you know, the one thing that, I saw was my dad had a nationwide company and we saw a lot of young men come into this company and this industry is a little new chasing hail and uh, high wind and insurance claims across America. And my family was one of the uh, front runners and, and kind of helped mold the business. But I saw people make mo- tons of money. I mean, I saw my dad go from, you know, a car salesman where people were coming to him for sales versus a direct sales person going out there getting the business and it, and, it, and it tripled his income right off the bat and it created a whole different lifestyle for us but I saw other people come into my dad's business and so like when I was in high school I would always ask how much does this rep do how much does that rep do what's this guy's numbers at I've always I've always you know kind of been this guy who if you could put like a a, a, a national door-to-door league together dude that would inspire me See daily how many everybody not daily how many everybody closed. What the top earners made weekly, monthly, and yearly. So you were as a kid, you were just like instead of looking at the the Kobe Bryant's and 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 all these other all star athletes, you're looking at the all star sales guys and going, man, I want to be like him. <laughs> so I mean, you're absolutely right, dude. I mean, I I wanted to be I wanted to play dunk basketball, but. You know, I, I'm a white guy. I'm six foot tall, and I can't. White men can't jump. And, 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 you know, <laughs> it's like, can, yep. You got to figure out something. I can get on them doors, though, man. And the doors, they uh, they open doors. And they, and it turns out, 
you know, your ability to connect with people, to help with people, to overcome adversity, the, the, the kind of adversity that it takes is adorable and sell people. I mean, anyone listening to this has seen people come and go, or has maybe a part of something where you're almost burnt out to some extent. So, so how? Yeah. So how many how many years have you been doing this? So I mean, inevitably, high school, you knocked doors, you did it, you know, you sold catalogs. So let's just say, just the restoration. When did you actually sign on with your dad and said, uh, "Hey, I was eight, I was eighteen, final yeah. of age. You were you were legally old enough to do this job." Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. and then how 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 old are you now? Dad's I'm thirty one. Thirty one. So uh, okay. It's, 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 you know, and I didn't get into the business because even though I had grandiose ideas, the execution of my life when I was a kid, I made lots of mistakes. And I've been, a, I've, you know, I didn't finish college. I didn't want to go to college. I partied too much. When I first got into the business, part of the prerequisite of coming into the business was I had to live a life that was sober and straight and uh, really helped me get into the business, keeping a clear head and focus. And, and you know, what I did was uh, with my father, we, we built a new company because my dad and his uncle were my uncle were partners for a long time. And so Roofing Professionals was born, and me and my dad built the company together. And I've trained thousands of reps in my career. And, you know, currently we have about uh, 60 to 100 guys on the doors for us at any given time in roofing. It's not always about volume of people. I want great people that can do, take care of my customers correctly and protect my brand. But, you know, as a human being, you know, I had to evolve because I was spoiled. I got into the business and immediately started making money as a kid. And once you get into a rut where, I'll call it a rut, you're making 75 to 150 grand a year, what do you have to do to take the next step? And for me, the evolution was, uh, you know, when I, whenever I met my wife, got a family, and had some, you know, real time crunch to deliver, and uh, I took my game to the next level then. That was about 2011. And since then, you know, we've, we've done, like I said, about $100 million in roofing projects between me and my father. And, um, you know, it's been a journey in – I've put a lot of people in business. I've had a lot of door-to-door reps come through my system, start their own companies, and be highly successful people. You know, I've helped people from many different backgrounds, from from people that were affluent and had to learn work ethic but had some gifts to other people that had the work ethic that didn't have the look, that didn't come from the family, and they had some sort of problem in their past. You know, I don't judge anything except for when you make a decision to do something, how committed are you to that decision? So, let's, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on. But as a door-to-door guy, it's like how many doors you knock? I mean, thousands. Yeah, thousands. I mean, I mean, I mean, like anyone that comes into my into my group, the first thing I want to see is how hardcore door-to-door are you, and and how committed are you, and I promise you. If you're a guy that can't close, that can't present, that may lack a lot of the skill set, if you go out there and you show up and you, and you learn and you're hungry and you hit the doors, I can't ask for anything more than that. And, uh, you know, as a, as a company, you got to reward the people that are, that are, 
that are the most committed. Okay, so let's 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 go along two journeys. So one journey of you becoming a master of your own sales, and then the second journey I want to kind of go along with is how you've kind of helped others master their sales and coaching and development and a lot of this training platform and network you've created. So let's start with um, what did you do to become better? You know, you were making 75, 100 grand when you started or whatever, and then obviously you, you elevated your game when you, you got well, married. I, and I turned it up. I started yeah. thinking big. Instead of instead of thinking about how I make 150000 I was thinking about how my whole team could do millions and what it was going to take to scale the company. And I had a blueprint. I, I mean, dude, great people see something that works and use it. It's it's important not to think that you have to come up with everything all on your own. If if something works, use it. And so I started to follow a blueprint that had been set to, by me. To me, it's always been about attracting the right people in the organization. I am a connector. I am a recruiter. I've naturally been a recruiter my entire life. And so what changed for me was getting focus on other people, on teaching and development. You talk about how I became a coach in the business. Well, it's kind of a selfish thing because by helping people, it makes me better. And the difference that it took for me to get from 75 to 150 to taking that next step was literally me thinking about taking on a group, a team. It starts out, you know. So it's when you started recruiting and started having people under you, it almost forced you to elevate your game. It's like fake it till you make it. And all of a sudden you were like, okay, I got it. Like, I got this. And I'm sure your confidence exploded and you just wanted more of it, right? That's why I don't, I don't think anyone should hold their talent to themselves. I don't think anyone, if you're a successful door guy and you make a lot of money, but, you know, you just kind of, you know, sometimes are doing it all for you, that eventually you're going to hit points in your career where you need more than that. And, you know, for me it was about building a team. It was about building an organization. You know, it was about putting the right processes in place as a business that, you know, double-checked and triple-checked the human hair that I'm bound to make because I'm not naturally a real organized person. I'm a door-to-door soldier. And, um, you know, you're asking about the second shift whenever, you know, I, I decided to start coaching other contractors in my business, go online, making videos, selling sales and business training. Frankly, I got inspiration from Grant Cardone, again, you do not have to come up with the idea. If something works, use it. Grant taught me one thing in sales. I am a very hot-blooded – I'm a fighter. You put me in a trench, I promise you if you're in a war, you want me fighting in that trench. You don't want to be fighting against me. So let's shift gears a little bit. Um, you're talking about teaching, and you've done, you know, you've done all these – You've done all these different uh, platforms of training videos, and you studied the Grant Cardone University. You made your own specific to, you know, restoration and roofing. What what would you say your biggest nugget out of a lot of your sales training has been that you're like, man, this is the, the specific word tracks to overcome our objections and the way that uh, I hunt door to door. You can't you can't really nobody can teach but me. I am a selective door knocker. I hunt my my target. I look for 
special high-end clients. And that's the one thing about direct sales. You pick your customer. I like to teach salespeople how to overcome objections and close. To me, you see a salesperson that's clean cut, that's committed, that's knocking the doors. Lee, I just can't get the result. Lee, I got to get this. Lee, I've got to figure out how to get my paycheck better. Teaching that man how to ask the right questions so that you can pull the dominant buying motive out of that customer. See, I, I really feel like you must investigate that customer's experience from the last time, experience from any other door-to-door person. I'm saying you need to investigate that dominant buy motive. Okay, so what are – Let's go let's go into that for a second, if you don't mind. Like what are some of the main questions that you like to ask to kind of differentiate yourself differentiate yourself from another door to door people or pull out you know, pull out a lot of times I say, Hey, you don't want to do business because I knocked on your door. Is that does that seem fair? It, I know that you don't know me and I don't know you, but have you heard what's going on in the neighborhood? Julie next door felt the same way. I mean, owning your space Okay, taking that objection right off the door. Look, look, I understand that you don't want to do business with anybody at the doorstep. I understand that, you know, you weren't expecting this kind of expense. This is something that you do not have the money for. I get it. But let me show you how it's going to cost you more money and how if we don't do business right now, this is going to be a bad deal. And, of course, if you're going into security, uh, have you heard about the investigation in the neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? You you, you kind of ask exactly. a question that throws them off guard. And it, exactly. Um, cool. And, 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 you know, the the ability I watch a lot of times, this is not something that you would think would benefit a salesperson. But the first 48, it's a grim show. The guys are doing investigations. You know, at the same time of trying to get a confession from the perpetrator, the cop, he has to somewhat be agreeable with them, but also get stern with them at the same time. And you you have to go through that buyers or liars stuff. Look, I got a guy. I already have a security company. I already have a roofer. I already have a pest control guy. Hey, everybody's got a guy. But you obviously hadn't heard about what's going on. I'm taking this opportunity to make sure you don't get left out on the discount and deal that I took care of on the rest of your neighbors. You see, this is what they're getting. That's gold. That's gold. And, you know, the fact is is that a lot of times um, you just frankly have to ask them, do you believe a word I'm saying? I learned that from Grant. I really just think that the number one principle in door-to-door sales that people need to need to get in their head is that they have to be agreeable. Selling is telling. So, oh, you're a great company. Oh, you've been in business so long. Oh, if you're pitching somebody, say the word so what after what you say. Been in business since 1985. So what? Look, you have to... <laughs> I like that. Out of, out of their out of their mouth that that really it focuses on the problem that has to be solved. I mean, for me, 
you know, a smart home solution um, I just purchased. You know, I, I had an ADT system, but I didn't have everything all on the app. I didn't – I'm away a lot of times. I care the fact that I can come on my cameras in my house and talk with my kids or, you know, hell, I'm never going to miss a door-to-door recruit for the rest of my life because every single person that knocks on my door, I'm getting notified. And, hell, they're going to pitch me. I'm going to pitch them. And I could be in Florida and they're in Texas. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, let, let, uh, yeah, no, that and that's – uh, there's, some, there's some cool technology out there right now. So, it's pretty cool. Okay, so for, – for, for, yeah. for solar, I mean, going green, connecting with somebody's, you know, um, emotional connection to, you know, energy efficiency and also saving their money. What a beautiful sell is that? Yeah, you just have to embrace the beauty in what you're selling. You know what I mean? And a lot of times people are just doing it to make money, but it's like, no, it's fun. Like, enjoy the product. So what do you do? What do you do to enjoy and embrace a roof? I mean, how do you make that exciting? How do you – a restoration? So this is where, you know, I have to get to the technical part to explain to you all the joys of my job. I negotiate claims. I am like a walking – I have to be careful because there's a lot of rules about this – advocate for the policyholder uh, or attorney. You wouldn't show up to court without an attorney. You wouldn't show up to an insurance claim adjuster appointment without a claims consultant like me. Because I get 48% more based on my experience in negotiating insurance claims. Hmm. So the, 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 the sale is fun, but I have an easy sell. If I can guarantee that I'm going to not charge you more than what the insurance company pays, contingent upon insurance approval, can we get this deal done today? Dude, that's an easy sell. Well, now you got to sell the insurance company. you got to argue with the smartest people in the world, smartest, hardest negotiators in the world. What, you've seen that commercial farmer's insurance? Mm-hmm. We are farmers. We've seen everything. Well, yeah, they have seen everything. Thousands and hundreds of thousands of times. They've learned how to minimize every cost, how to deny every – and when you get into large loss claims, like Grant, Grant Cardone had a large loss claim. The insurance company didn't want to pay for it. I fought like hell. I got them to pay for the first part. Then we had to fight like hell for some more. The first part was one uh, one million. The second part was five hundred thousand. So over the course of two years, not only have I um, you know sold the project, but I fought the insurance company and won. And then there's something to be said about you know a property that has a, a problem, whether it's an old roof and it's ugly, covered in moss, leaking or it's a, you know, a flat roof that's leaking. When you put a brand-new roof and, and it aesthetically makes the property look better, protects it for a lifetime, and maybe adds energy efficiency or impact resistance, you know, that's actually you physically seeing a construction project and improvement done. And not only you raise the money to do it, your door-to-door canvassing literally paid for that. It is the most beautiful sale in America to be able to knock a door to create thousands of dollars, to create millions of dollars. I created $1.5 million for Grant, and it cost him nothing, nothing more than a shake of a hand and a sign of a contract. That's cool. And, you know, um, it, it, it doesn't matter just the sell. I really, really personally enjoy connecting with the people. So, so the business, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, I was going to shift gears, but, yeah, go ahead. 
all the businessmen that I meet, say I'm in Utah and I'm selling owners of door-to-door companies, I get the blessing to learn from them while I sell them a deal. Hey, businessman, give me some tips. What's worked for you in life? This is what I'm doing. What can I do better? What can I do to improve? And, um, you know, the thing about that is, is not only does it open more doors for more referrals, for more connections, but, you know, it gives you a lifetime of opportunity. You need these people that you sold jobs to, sold projects to as references, as lifetime mentors. And it's not like all my customers are my best friends. It's like, you know, they... They, they, I add value to their life. They appreciate it. They see a young hustler, an entrepreneur trying to make it for his family. Anything they can do to help me out, if I ask them, they would probably do it since they've already done it for me one time. Okay, so oh, – sorry. That's gold. That to me is, is – That's is, huge, is huge. Hard. Okay, so, so shifting gears, what does your daily routine look like? I mean, you're managing a lot of people and the business, but you're also selling lights out. So – how do you manage your day? So you wake up at what time? Um, what does it look like? Well, you know, I, I'm I'm the guy who gets up about six o'clock every morning. I I write down my goals and I write down my list of who I need to you know be. I really think about where my first deal of the day is, and I I think about you know honestly the biggest. Uh, there's usually about five things on my to do list, three of which are like the most pressing things. Literally, if I can get two or three things off of that five to do five to do list checklist, that's one thing. I mean I keep a uh, you know notes on my phone with voice notes and, and, and reminders is a big deal with me. Um I have great managers. I'm I'm really a guy that makes my life easy because he runs my company and he runs the sales guys. I got sales managers, people that provide the support. So literally my mornings look like me checking in with the leadership me getting my goals down, me understanding what I got to do. And, um, you know, I, I I hand off all of my residential contracts, and that means I literally don't – I'm not competing in the market on the, on, on the residential front with any of my reps. And I'm not competing against them in commercial because they're not – they're working with me in the commercial business. A lot of the deals that I have commercially, my residential reps – get their foot in the door and refer them to me and they get a part of the large commission of the deal and they just bring me to close it. Um, so, you know, the thing about it is is that duplicating yourself means that uh, you learn how to get opportunities besides just your door knock. So, you know, I have an inside sales team that I outsource, you know, whether it be telemarketing leads for residential or, or um, commercial. I'm usually you know, coordinating sometime, somehow, some way, a duplication of prospecting efforts in my and, – and another thing is, is you know, for me, uh, the marketing department, the people that are focused on the direct mail, the Internet marketing, you know, that's something that at least twice a week that I'm trying to um, have meetings with my team with and communicate. So a typical day for me looks like anything else from a door-to-door only that I get started earlier. I have really great managers in place that, that practically manage the operation of the roofing companies, um, and I'm looking for more experienced 
guys and training more of my reps to do that. But I've just recently got into commercial sales as as like a hundred percent focus and these projects we recently just got one last week that ended up being about three point five million dollars in revenue, which just the commission on that one alone, you know, is 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 close to a a seven figure commission. It's not all me, you know. It's not all me. It's it's just I'm working it with two separate reps. But the thing is is that you know, it's hard to juggle. It's very hard to juggle. Um and I can tell you that I have a, a killer administrator that is my personal pepper pot. And if if I didn't have uh my number twos in place, a system that I that I've, you know, perfected over the last ten years, it's not perfected, but it ultimately allows me to do what I love best, which is motivate the guys by being an example, by being able to help the guys. I mean, in the morning time, we get to the office and we we have our own version of correlation. And, you know, those door door guys got to get the negativity out of their brain. They got to find out, you know, why they don't want to knock the door. You know, so what time, time, go ahead. what time is your correlation? Well, you know, we, we actually have to get started earlier because a lot of times my projects are getting built. So, you sell a security system, you get it installed the same day or the next day. Well, you, you might have other appointments for these for these jobs that you sell. You may have to meet an insurance company. You yeah. To, you may have to manage a construction project. No, I, I'm just I'm just curious. What, I mean, for you, what time do you get your guys into the office? Oh, not, about about eight thirty nine o'clock. Nine a.m. More about about nine a.m. We and then you run a correlation. What what does that look like? I mean, what what gets you like? What are some cool, unique things you do in your correlation? Well, um, the contests I think that we offer are really unique. We we try to you know have team contests and and long term and short term goals. I think the uh, the thing that I've learned the most is that everybody's got to declare their goals and be held accountable to it. And I learned that from a lot of the guys where you're from and in in the past I wouldn't track, you know, the daily door knocks and deals, but keeping that declaration board in my office and literally holding the people accountable to what did they get on a daily basis. How many deals did you get yesterday? Two, three, zero, one. And you know, that that right there is group conscious accountability. And look, man, we all feed off of each other. I feed off the competitive environment. I said earlier, I feel that people are what give me the most amount of drive, you know, helping people and the, the new people in the business and, and other entrepreneurs. So when you're when you're in a group and you have to be accountable daily, um, nobody wants nobody wants to be a zero. So what? So what? Do you, what time are you usually on the doors? I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot of good things delegated. You've uh, created a lot of good leadership. So what time do you, Lee Hate, get on the doors? You know, that 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 could depend. Um, for commercial, I, I honestly, it's got to get – you've got to rush before lunch there. And a lot of times, so I might skip the correlation and get commercial closed. I might be closing a deal at 9 a.m. while there's a meeting going on. But the point is, is that uh, – in the morning times, there's business owners is there. Uh, for me, my sales guys 
routinely are on a roof by lunch and work till dark. And that's that's kind of the mentality I like to keep with coming back into the office for afternoon sales meetings as well. You know, like uh, once a week, twice a week, getting together in the afternoons, you know, between the hours of, you know, 2 and 3.30, something along the line of the doldrums of the day. Because I find that senior citizens and people that are home, working from home in the morning, there's a little bit of an opportunity in, in a morning window that you can go out there and get some business. For sure. Um, so. Cool. So, um, so it sounds like kind of your guys and like lunch, they get out and then try to get a lot of guys out early. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, we do. We try, we try to get them out early. Um, although, um, there's a sort of extreme benefit to doing everything you can to make all of your people work till the sun's going down plus some because that's when everybody's home. And, um, I mean, in the summertime when you're knocking, I guess it's, uh, you know, there's, there's daylight hours. But we work year-round, so, you know. So do you take a day days. off? Is it is it six is it six days yeah. a week? Is it? Yeah, it's six days a week. Sunday's your only day off. Sunday's your only day off year-round, and you just hustle. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and realistically, um, I don't take a day off ever. And my wife, she wishes that I would take more. Um, but somehow, some way, I'm always connected, and I'm never going to turn my back on on the problems that need to be solved within my business. Or so I'm either growing myself on social media. I'm 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 always connected and I never take a day off so I mean really Sunday's the only day that I personally don't go knock doors or you know have sales meetings or cool okay so let's go into real quick um I want to ask two questions about the close then I'm going to go into the lightning round and then I'm going to ask your one last question and to, uh, to wrap everything up so let's let's go through what is your favorite close if you had to say, like, hey, this is, like, my bread and butter, what is it? If I can guarantee this is not going to cost more than what your insurance company pays, look, it's contingent upon approval. Does that sound fair? Uh, usually, I, I don't know. My favorite quote would would have to be, what do you, what do you think your wife's going to say? What if she says no? Would you do it anyways? Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of caught off guard. I'm, so, I'm versatile with my closes. And I, I know. You've got a lot in the arsenal. I know that. But I'm curious if you have, like, man, I like this line. I like this line. Let's see. I, let's see. What other ones do I like? I like, um, I like, um, I know I like to present sort of a Black Friday environment and say, hey, look, this is a one-time offer. I'm going to give you uh Upgraded ventilation. I'm gonna. I'm, this is your chance before the insurance companies are not gonna uh, cover our supplemental costs and our prices are gonna go up. And you know, I'm giving you this, this, and this right now. You know, if we can get this thing. Usually, usually I like to build a sense of urgency, add a little bit of extra value, and then one thing that you know I do offer new sales guys that they find very helpful 
is I, you know, say, hey, look, I know you're concerned. I've got another person that was exactly like you. This is who she is. We have a special program. We offer $250 off upgrade. If you call the person in the referral program, they get a reward, too, for helping me out. If you would please just give them a call, it'll overcome, it'll answer the questions that you have exactly. She had the exact same going on. One thing that I really like to do is a, uh, a, you know, this is specific to my business and it's specific for remodeling and contracting, but we, I do a home inspection. So when I get on the roof, I, I videotape my home inspection and I keep it about a minute or a minute short. And where I'm showing them the damage on their property or where I'm you could do use this in a number of numerous amount of things, but I'm literally kind of walking them through um their insurance claim, their damage, and I'm creating a sense of urgency on top of their on top of their roof. And I show them the video and at the end of the video I hit them with a you know, I think that it's time that you file a claim or we'll handle this best from here. But if I can guarantee, and you usually find that objection, whatever objection it is, whether it be that your price is too high, look, I'm the only person that offers a lifetime warranty, and if I can guarantee that we can get it done for these wholesale prices, I promise you it's going to save you a ton of money in the end because you've got roofing contractors, you've got unscrupulous guys they are going to cut corners on your job. Take time right now. This will save you money. This is a better value. This is what you get. Okay, so we no that dude that is I I, I what I was gonna say is like sometimes just saying it simply like that like I guarantee like just with the confidence like you said I think people need to realize like that's all it takes simple. It's simple. It's simple. You know, uh, um, you just gotta make you gotta make them. The, the the deal is you gotta make them spit up. You gotta make them confess. Yep. I yep. You got and you know, in order to do that you gotta be willing to ask the tough questions, you gotta be willing to ask for the business, you gotta be willing to sit in that uncomfortable um purgatory and, and you have to be confident that you are the light. You are and you can't and you can't falter and you can't get emotional like the client. And selling is telling. There's emotion in selling, but there's no emotion in closing. When you believe you're the best, and you know what what your value is, and you you know why your price is the highest, and you know why your service is the best, there can be a lot of best. There, 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 don't have, there is a lot of best. There's no there's no reason why anyone listening to this can't be the best, the best doorknob. There's no reason why they can't be the best owner, the best anything. And so you have to find out what makes you different because in society, people put more value sometimes on different than better. So learn how to be different. Learn why you're the best. Practice that shit in the morning. You know, know what your value add is. And uh, I guess for new people in the business and for people that are trying to get get better, you got to think big. You got to be willing to help a lot of people, and you have to take some massive action. I don't know anybody that's on your podcast that, that doesn't put their blood, sweat, and tears times ten 
into their business, and that's exactly what I do, and that's the only thing that that, that you can do to ensure success. That is, yeah, well said. Well said. I'm going to end on that note um, for time's sake. But, guys, this is Lee Haight, um, one of the best roofing and restoration sales reps and business runners to to exist that I've seen. Um, and, I, Lee, I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, really taking some time out of your day because I know time is money, money's time, and, well, and sharing a few nuggets. Hey, well, I want to tell them they can follow me on Instagram, Lee underscore H-A-I-G-H-T. Uh, yeah. What's the other, yeah, what's the other group that you were saying uh, to follow? Hardcore door to, hardcore door to door on Facebook. Cool. Hardcore door to, hardcore door to door. And then um, and, also go to certifiedroofingprofessionals.com if you're learning, if you're interested in, in six and seven figure um, door to door commissions. Um and then let me roofingprofessionals.com. So can we expect a Lee Hay at this uh, door-to-door conference at the end of the year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're bringing down the house. We're, we're going to bring down – this is going to be – Lee's bringing all the roofers. We're bringing the solar. We're bringing everybody. So um, I, the alarm – I mean, it, it is going to be one of the most epic um, conferences, I think, ever thrown for the door-to-door industry so i'm excited to have you and i think we're gonna we're gonna leverage leverage some of your skills and some of your your insights so um for those that are listening make sure that uh you follow lee hate um he's definitely one to learn from and uh excited to keep this relationship rolling so can't knock this stay tuned for more podcasts thanks lee all right see you bud see you man (laughs) 